Welcome to Two Fools Trying to Make a Musical, about two fools trying to make a musical. To stay up to date on news, share your thoughts and opinions, and generally spend more time thinking about this, you should please visit twofoolstrying.com. That's T-W-O foolstrying.com. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at twofoolstrying. <laughs> of course, of course it is. Well, we are complete professionals, isn't that? What we call it, uh, two to- professionals trying to start a music. A- absolutely. I believe that's the title of the show, isn't it? Two professionals who know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, actually. Um, having finished a musical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Uh, yeah, it would. Let, let me know when you find those guys. <laughs> All right. So we're, are we starting now? Uh, sure. Let's start now. Okay, good. All right. Hi, uh, Joe. Okay. Hi. Hi, Steve. My name's Joe. Yeah, and my name is Steve. Yeah, and you're listening to... Two Fools uh, Still Learning How to Do a Podcast. That's right. And who knows? Maybe maybe today we will uncover something new. Well, there's always hope. There is. I believe you've said that already. You've got to think of something new to say on, on the podcast now. Or maybe it is always hope. Maybe that's just... Hashtag, there's always hope. I haven't lost it so far, so I guess that's good news. <laughs> well, well, when you don't have anything to lose in the first place. Right. You know. All right. So, Joe, let's take stock for a minute. So, uh, yes, let's we do actually, that. We actually are podcasters. Like, we're on, we're on, we, we're, our podcast is out there and people are listening to it. Uh, yes. And, and today we received a recommendation. We did online on on the Facebook. Nice. Yeah, we did. As yeah, a friend of mine, Katie, who is listening in DC, told yeah. all her friends about it. All right. It was well, in then- her top ten list of podcasts to listen to. I think we were num- number you know ten or something. <laughs> but make sure you get through all the all the good stuff first. So when your friend on Facebook lists it on a list, then yeah. you've arrived. Uh, I yes, that is fact. So, Joe, what kind of beyond that uh, stellar uh, gold-plated recommendation? What kind That's of right. feedback have you been getting on this, and how do how do you feel about what we made and how it's going? what we've done so far? I th- I well, uh, the podcast, yeah, I think we've got some good feedback. I think we we do have um, some dedicated fans already. I believe. Uh, we do well. Not not that I believe that I've heard from. <laughs> I mean, I actually don't believe them. But yeah, that's, <laughs> another, that's another story. I mean, we have Dan and Gary, uh, who have been listening intently. My good um, friends. Yeah, your good friends. My and good yours, friends. I guess. Yeah, they count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. That's right. <laughs> I, I can claim them as well. Yeah, can't can't claim your DC friend, but you referred to me as a Cleveland educator, so I feel I, like I've known her. That's right. <laughs> that's right. She's she is aware enough of your resume, right? right. So yeah. I think it's it's good to remind people we actually like personally follow our own two fools trying Facebook feed. Our own we do. First Ladies the Musical Facebook feed. And we do. Uh, all six people following us on Instagram right now. 
I still check. <laughs> I still check that. So if you wish yeah. to, if you wish to interact with us personally, uh, the odds are good. It will actually be us. If you jump in there and, and tell us what you think about things. So I would say the odds are very good that it's going to be right. one of us. Now, what I like to do is, is particularly on the Facebook, I like to, when responding to something, decide whether I'm going to respond as me or whether I'm going to respond as two fools trying to make a musical, because then there's the level of anonymity. <laughs> and I can right. just blame you. Yeah, you could be any one of two people. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I, yes, that's right. It's, bas- and- it's basically witness protection. Is what now, what's amazing, Joe, is that I've noticed that you do that, and I'm not smart enough to even know how. So <laughs> it usually is literally me. So you- that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you can enjoy that. I also noticed in our uh, feedback, we've had some down. We had a download in Australia. We did. We had one in Norway. One in Norway. One in Spain. Spain. Yeah. Do you know these people? Absolutely not. Were these accidents? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like they probably they. I'm sure they sat on their phone. Yeah. You know. I mean, the Australian is probably looking for like two fools trying to learn a boomerang or something, and they came up with ours instead. <laughs> well, there's there's something. there's nothing there's nothing like a little xenophobia thrown in. Yeah. Just to... so now we've lost the Australian listeners. <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> the Aussie is out of here. I think I to be honest, <laughs> hearing hearing a Brit talk, I'm not sure the Aussie was really looking <laughs> because they were <laughs> they were interested, just looking for ammunition. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'm sure that I, I have to say, just to see your name attached to the title of a podcast, actually available for real humans to listen to, and to see them actually bother to do it, kind of cool. Kind of cool. Kind of indeed. Cool. Here's something yeah. else that I've been thinking. Uh, yeah. Some of the folks who are some of our fans <laughs> who have commented on us have said, "Hey, you know, I really." had an opinion about your thought on this uh, phrase or music, and I went, oh, that's interesting, and I have yeah. no idea what they're talking about. Have you had that oh, experience, Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, they, they have been paying way more attention yeah. to what we've said than we thought about actually saying it. Right. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Harrison Ford being interviewed and being asked, you know, are you a force ghost? And he's like, I don't know what that is, and I don't care. <laughs> That, well, Steve, that's the closest you're ever going to get to feel like Harrison Ford. <laughs> that's it. You've, that's, it's been and gone now. If that's what I have to do to get a Harrison Ford zen-like moment, then I'm yeah. going to take it. Fair enough. But, but people do seem to like the idea of what we've made. I think so. And, and we've seen some really interesting feedback from people and, and thoughts about which first ladies should be where and what we should yep. do with the, with the plot. And yeah, um, I, I'm not sure, you know, whether they've listened to more than episode <laughs> one. Yeah. When, <laughs> yeah. And, and some of those that said, boy, I really hope you give us a little more Ida McKinley. I've thought, ah, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's when I reply as two fools trying to make a musical um the identity of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Steve thinks it's a great idea. Yeah, Steve thinks it's this. Yeah. <laughs> 
right, so maybe we should update people. You know, where we are right now, we're a couple weeks since the launch of season one, right? Yep. And just uh, for our diehard fans, there have been things happening since we closed the first season out and posted it, right? Like, what have we accomplished? Uh, we have accomplished uh, watching Hamilton <laughs> on, <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. That's, <laughs> that's what we've done. Wow. So as the professionals we are, we did something several million other people also did. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's right. Except those people don't have podcasts to talk about it. That's right. And we're going to, well, I want to talk to you about what I saw on, you know, on Disney Plus. Let's hear it. Um, well, shortly. Uh, do you want to update people on how, what we've done with the musical so far? Yeah. Well, that's where I was going, but. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Not just. Both those. Not things. just Hamilton. Right. Okay. Well, go, you, talk about, you go well, ahead. Let's, let's talk about Hamilton first, because Hamilton okay. might actually uh, influence. Uh, it did to me a little bit influence my thinking on where our musical should go next. A little How bit. so? Um, well, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was, that, it was, as you say, yeah. good. That yes. made me look at first ladies and say, I think I'm going to pack this in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the kind of inspiration you need when you watch something like that. Good. Right, something completely yeah. deflating that goes, "That's amazing!" And oh yeah, I'm working on this. Oh God. <laughs> well, I, you know, the, this is this this is perhaps how I come out away from that. All um, right, I get inspired by things. I think I actually come away thinking, I could write that. Um, now I will tell you. <laughs> I will tell you. However, I was as well, and that confirms we are fools. <laughs> I think we might have to revisit the the first draft is the last draft philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> um, something tells me we might have to revisit that. But there, there were there were elements, certainly from a musical point of view, where I thought, you know, it's not that complicated musically. It's n none of it was that complicated. What I thought was absolutely amazing in Hamilton. I mean, aside from lyrically, it is unreal. Got a lot in there. Yeah, he's got a lot, a ton of stuff in there, and and lyrically, how it works is is phenomenal. But really, what I found amazing was the pacing of the show, and yeah. it moves so fast. And I thought that that was because I, I am not really a fan of musicals on TV or musical films. I did, I did uh, maybe last Christmas, go and see the new Mary Poppins in the movie theater because my wife is a big Mary Poppins fan. And I have to say, Lin-Manuel Miranda did a better job with a Cockney accent than Dick Van Dyke. Huh. That is that is that is fact. I did enjoy that. I teared up a little bit. All the appropriate times I was supposed to tear up with Mary Poppins Returns or whatever it's called. But the the main thing I thought was Hamilton works so well on the screen because it moves so quickly, and things need to move fast when they're on the screen. They need to be way faster on a screen, I think, than in real life, in or you know, on the stage. Mm -hmm. um, and the way he, he moved through the plot and 
the way different things happened and I mean the circular stage in the middle was rotating really cool. that was very cool he utilized Walking that very well and you're not going anywhere yeah yeah, yeah with that yeah, yeah it's cute staging um, there was an interaction stairs, he walks up some stairs crosses the stage and then comes down the stairs and everyone's like oh hey welcome to the bar or wherever like in he just walked yeah. up the stairs and came down. The production I thought was fantastic. Clever. Relative relative yes, clever use of space. Relatively simple in concept. Um, but really cl- really cleverly used. Now fortunately, um, we don't have to worry about that at all, do we? Um, no, because every every high school in America where this is gonna go, you know, well, in the two high schools that it may be <laughs> produced in. <laughs> They, I'm sure they will have a rotating stage. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because I'm, I'm fully planning on that. Of course they will. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. I felt that it was, it was just a couple of moments where it dragged a little for me. Mm-hmm. Um, towards the end, I started thinking, oh yeah, I. I could do with a snack now. It's been like two hours since I've eaten. (laughs) Right. It was two hours, 40 minutes, but you're right. It didn't move. And one of the things that I thought moved it along is that musically, it never stops. There's no moments where you just have people sitting there talking. I mean, you got a, you got a few moments where he, it, it, um, you know, it simplifies a little bit and, uh, Aaron Burr, sir. And, Aaron Burr's saying, hey, how you doing? And, you know, but they're still rapping that and it, and there's still underscoring going on. There's never a moment where there's just people standing on stage talking to each other. That never no. occurs, which I thought. Uh, and, you know, that's really the trend in modern musicals today anymore, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, don't get any scary. ideas. That, well, that's what I was thinking, Joe. <laughs> I, mean, I thought, man, this is really bad news for Joe. <laughs> <sighs> and since I watched it, uh, and we'll we'll come back to this more later. But, you know, in what I was think the way that applied to First Ladies, I thought is, well, gee, I really got to cut down on all this wordiness. Let's let's make yes. things lyrical as often as possible and uh, di- straight dialogue as as little as possible, I guess. Yes. So that's that's one thing that occurred to me. I agree with you. Love the staging. And uh, as I said in the in the podcast before um, I had never seen Hamilton. I had purposely never listened to the soundtrack, even though my government and history students told me you're a theater guy and you haven't even listened to it. Why? And I, I was holding out hoping that one day I could experience it as it was intended. And then lo and behold, we got this gift on Disney plus and uh, by the way, Disney plus should be giving us some royalties. Shouldn't they? Should we be paid for promoing? You keep dreaming about that. Because <laughs> so Disney some- really Disney really needs our promotion. Right. I think it's going to be more like Disney telling us to stop talking about it. It's probably more. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you never know. I, I mean, Disney, Disney might be facing all kinds of trouble trying to open in Florida, but you know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the nameless streaming service on which I watched it. <laughs> finally delivered what I had always hoped for. I got to see Hamilton and not just uh, downtown in Cleveland on Playhouse Square, which is wonderful. And I missed all the touring opportunities there. I got to see it with the original cast and I got to see it 
in a filmed version, which is not what would have happened had I seen it and one of been one of the lucky few elites who got tickets to see it in New York. You know, you got to see uh, different camera angles, close-ups and things, not just a vantage point from your single seat. So I thought it was terrific. And, um, and you know, you know what else with the film version, which is a genius idea that uh, my wife had when we started watching. She said, "I can't really tell what they're saying. Can you put the subtitles on?" Yes. Now I so we watched it with subtitles. I, I did not do that. I watched it by myself after the girls had gone to bed. I and I watched it over two evenings, first act, second act. And I, I had my uh, headphones on and everyone had told me, you know, you really should listen to it once. You know what? I was fine. People, the historian was able to follow Alexander Hamilton's life. I did. Okay. I'm sure oh, well. I didn't catch, I'm sure I didn't catch all of the verbiage and wordplay, but honestly, I felt I followed a lot and I was so into it. I think I caught really almost all of it watching in that way. I didn't want to read it. I wanted to watch it. And so I, I thought it was, I thought it was terrific, but yes, I, I think for us, what it's told me is that the more, uh, musical first ladies is the better, which is interesting because one of the few things that I had written, which we talked about in the series was the final scene of the show right. and that has places for music in it, but is dialogue. And uh, I thought, hmm, maybe now I don't want to do that. But you know what? I reread it and I thought, no, it still works. I still think there's places, there's still room in musicals for dialogue, for characters talking. They don't yeah, have to I think so. everything at each other. No, they don't. But I think we're going to have to think very carefully about the the impact of music and the impact of lack of music. Um, you know, whether there's underscoring going on. Yes, if I think definitely there's going to be underscoring at the least. I do think you? there should be. Yes, yeah, sorry, okay. Joe. I do, All right. <laughs> I, do, I do think that. How, uh, how nice for you. Yeah. <laughs> how nice for the audience, Joe. Don't you want to provide that for them? Oh, uh, yes, very yes, much. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes. Yes, so, I do. Verdict, Hamilton, great and inspired and taught us some things. Well, so I you know the other thing that came up I guess since Disney aired it was the historical impact or the the interpretation now mm-hmm. of the accuracy of the the storytelling and this is this is something I think that um even for our ridiculous idea um, it would be worth thinking about. And I, there is, there is a, another thing, I, another musical I'm going to mention in a second. Um, but it sort of raises this point about historical musicals, and it, it made me think about something, because there's been, a, a, I guess, a bit of a critical backlash about how accurate Hamilton is. And uh, Leslie Odom Jr., who played um, Aaron Burr, uh, I guess you know got a note from a fan or something asking to talk like question something, and he thought I, I read this in an article today. In fact, um, he thought that this fan was going to ask him about 
the, a song or, or vocal production, and this fan, I guess, said something about, uh, you know, how do you feel about just perpetuating the uh, a white people's version of history? And he, I guess, he was taken aback. He responded, um, you know, I can, well, actually, I can't remember exactly how he responded. P- he, search out this online somewhere. I'm, you know, it was. It, I remember him, you know, responding beautifully. Um, but while I joke and have joked about learning history by watching movies, mm-hmm. it sort of made me realize <laughs> that some people take things too literally. Well, yeah. Both Lin Manuel Miranda and you know he he's said in in response to this that all criticism is valid, and he based his um, idea on on a particular book. But it's like, well, what to what degree? I, I think to rest the responsibility of telling accurate versions of history on a musical right. is kind of ridiculous. Well, because our musical, the first ladies never all came together in one place in a beauty pageant. They so, didn't? No. <laughs> so you mean we aren't telling we aren't literally telling uh, the an accurate version of history, Steve. What we are going to show people has not ever occurred. <laughs> ding 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 is ding, that, ding ding ding. Is that our disclaimer? Uh, yes, <laughs> that's right. But uh, yeah. you know, I, as a historian who teaches history to kids and has used movies in my classes. One of the things we will do when we're done watching the movie is we then we don't just watch the movie. We then have a they have to write up or we have to do a debate. Was that good history? Because any director, whether it's Spielberg doing Lincoln or whether it's Miranda doing his adaptation of uh, Cherno's biography on Hamilton, they're giving you their take on it. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was inspired by Hamilton and he said, this is what I think this guy represents. And that's what you got. That's Miranda's right. take. Is that right. really what Alexander Hamilton was? I mean, I don't know. In some ways, he was. And in some ways, it, it glosses over some stuff. But that's not the story uh, yeah. that he wanted to tell. I mean, we're not obligated for the guy who was playing Jefferson to step out to the audience and say, oh, by the way, don't forget, everybody, uh, Jefferson owned slaves. And so did George Washington. Right? That wasn't relevant to the story. So they're not whitewashing anything by not talking about that. That wasn't the story that they were trying to tell. I also think it's interesting that someone would have would have pulled Odom aside and made that complaint when Hamilton has done more than any musical ever to popularize the idea of not casting by historical type, right? I mean, yes. you've got yes. Hamilton being played by a Miranda's Hispanic, I guess, right? And the Puerto Rican. And then you've got, uh, you know, African-American actors playing Thomas Jefferson. You know, they're, tr- they're t- turning um, basically the tropes of the white founding fathers on their head Absolutely. by choosing to tell those stories by hip hop in the first place. Would you prefer, would you prefer white rapping fathers in Hamilton? Right. Well, no, I don't think, I don't think it was, 
it, it was a question of historical accuracy. I think the question was it didn't go far enough to tell the complete version, or the or it was. I think the complaint was about perpetuating the white version of history. I think this goes to the whole concept of what is history. I remember having a wonderful um, unit when I was at uh, high school on. Um, uh, in my A level history on on historiography mm-hmm. and the study the study of the writing of history and being fascinated by what what even a historian's obligation is to tell a story because history is is a story a, a historian has to make a you know select certain things to say and other things not to say you by definition you can't include everything um as long as you yeah i mean but even i mean i remember you know studying um the writers of history there was a guy called chris i want to say christopher lee but that i think you know i'm thinking of the actor um so I'm not sure Dracula actually, uh, you know, wrote history. But um, you know, I remember I remember reading um, communist historians and fascist historians and and progressive historians, and you know, it's all, all sort of do. reflections. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do. Well, that's because I had an, a British education. Steve. <laughs> um, when I got my master's in history, I think I've told you this, Joe. One of the first things that are the my history my history professor told me in the first class I took is he said, the first thing you need to know about history is that it is essentially unknowable. Yeah. Right. And I was aggravated by that idea because I thought, why am I paying you $10,000 then? What are we doing here? But the point he was making is, you know, Americans, most anyone, most people think that history is this stuff happened and we're telling you this stuff happened and that's it. Right. And it's not like that. When you're really studying history, history is an argument. I mean, you can talk about Vietnam and the Vietnam War started on a certain day in a certain year and was fought in certain places and certain numbers of people died and then it's ended at a certain time. But historians don't debate those things. Historians are debating what did the Vietnam War mean? Uh, Did America win or lose? Did, was there anything gained? Uh, whose fault was it? Well, those are those are huge questions, and there isn't it was the necessarily. French. Yeah, <laughs> it's always the French, but there wasn't necessarily a right answer to that question. And in the same way, if you're going to be a director making a movie, or you're going to be a composer telling a musical, uh, you're giving people your take. Now, does that mean? that uh, Hollywood can just say, eh, creative license, and just make up anything that you want? Can we pull an Oliver Stone and say that JFK was murdered by 5,000 different people? I don't know that that's responsible, right? But I think you have to be, you have to accept that we're going to be given our own certain spin on these first ladies. And that's, if we're not going to do that, what's the point in writing the musical? And I think that we've done a pretty, we've done our best as two white dudes to actually ask um, women at, and certainly Michelle at the first ladies museum, yes. their thoughts. And people, I think people love her. Uh, yes. That clearly she's, great. she is, 
If, My favorite. If, if I can take anything away from the feedback we've received, Michelle Gullion is the star of the show. Yeah, we're calling you back, Michelle, in season two. And I also think oh, in, sure. season, in season two, I think for people who are listening and and our one listener who cares uh, in Australia, yeah. if if they skipped over the boomerang joke. <laughs> they're, no, they're gone. They're, they're gone. Okay, Move on. Maybe the Spaniard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll try not to say something. Something about Madrid or whatever. Uh, don't, don't, our, don't talk about the Armada. Yeah, up, up. He's gone. All right. So the Norwegian <laughs> fans. <laughs> if you're still, uh, if you're okay. still listening, Norway, just be quiet, Joe. If you're still listening, uh, up yeah, there, I got nothing. In, <laughs> what could you say bad about Norway? If you, if you're listening in season two, I think what what we aim to do is is complete this draft of what we're working on since obviously you've all heard plenty of us talking about making music and writing scenes. Who wants to hear more? I, I would not, like, not me. Certainly not. I, so I, th- what we'd like to do is try and finish a draft, a solid draft of first ladies. And season two is two fools trying to produce a musical. And I think sharing it maybe with some super fans, maybe with some people in the theater community, maybe with some additional people that might have some thoughts on, these historical questions and, and feminism and a lot of those things. And I think that's where we're going. And interestingly, uh, Joe, our listener should know that since the season launched, we have written more. I have up to about 36 pages of script. I generated some new lyrics for songs. You were looking at those uh, today. I think I saw some notes on that. Did you have some thoughts? I on was. That? Yes, indeed. So, um, we're uh, we are progressing. We are progressing. Um, so yeah, I think I think we're we're on the right track. When exactly we'll be in a state where we have something uh, remains to be seen. Well, I th- but we're certainly working on it. Well, the pandemic certainly helped our productivity, and I think Indeed. we're going to be helped further in the near future. Unfortunately, so I think yeah, we will be. I think we'll be writing more. What did what did you think about what I sent you today? I sent you some lyrics for some other songs. Yes, i i liked I liked the lyrics. I think we've um, until my sense of it is we talked about this before. It's going to be better to work on and have a discussion about which songs work uh, when the songs are actually there. It's about getting it out and then working on it. Um, Get on it, man. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I suppose I should. Yeah. I do want to, so I do want to make you aware of a show that was made aware, uh, I was made aware of by a friend of mine called Tom from England, who I, something else he said, which I am absolutely in love with, and I'm going to make an adjustment to the podcast, but I'll tell you about that in a second. But he mentioned a a musical called Six which is or was out i think it's actually it was it, it maybe just opened on broadway before everything closed down but it was um written by oh now i'm going to i'm i'm going to do a little um Welcome back to Explanation Corner. The musical Six was written by Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss. Apparently the idea for Six came to Mr. Marlowe during his college days at Cambridge University. 
The musical features the six wives of Henry VIII, all apparently competing to decide who had to put up with the most garbage from the king. It started and opened in Britain and then was to open on Broadway on March 12th of 2020, the day Broadway closed due to the coronavirus. Let's hope the proverbial head has not been completely severed from this production and it returns to Broadway as all the productions on Broadway return soon. Hmm. Okay. And he he brought this up to me because he said, well, you know, it's sort of it's similar idea. And I listened to some of the music and it's very poppy. It's presented as a pop concert and they they essentially argue about which one of them, which of the six, had the largest amount of garbage to deal with <laughs> from from Henry VIII? <laughs> and it's kind of a competition. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh yeah, that's there's there are parallels there. There um, is. So it, it was an interesting idea, and it sort of presented like it's like a, I think, I mean, not quite girl band kind of thing, but it's um, it's very poppy, not necessarily music that i could see filtering into first ladies it's not really me but um it was interesting concept it was interesting concept now he tom also said and i'm totally absorbing this and and giving him the recognition he deserves now for this but then this is also be where it ends um because i'm totally taking it uh instead of Instead of explanation corner, he said, you know what? I had a great idea about it. Because he's listening to it on the way into work. He's driving into London and, you know, he said, I've got a great name for that. I said, oh, okay, what is that? He said, musical mansplaining. <laughs> well. So <laughs> that that's what it's going to be called now. <laughs> That doesn't seem to suggest an enlightened approach on our part, Joe. That's exactly his point. So he was giving us he was giving us a little critique there. Yeah, no, I I think yeah, uh, well maybe. <laughs> no, I think I think he was uh, appropriately making fun of me and the idea on several levels all at once. <laughs> well, because this is what good friends do, Steve. That's right. Bravo, Tom. Yeah. Keep it up. Indeed. Indeed. So there we go. So musical mansplaining from now on. I look forward to that. In fact, that's probably the whole thing of what the musical is. Probably. Uh, yes. Yeah. First ladies, subtitle, musical mansplaining. <laughs> I just, that may have to be the subtitle of the show. Yeah. <laughs> We might, in fact, maybe, maybe now, now we've discussed it. Characters actually have dudes come out and mansplain what's happening. Yeah, maybe, maybe (laughs) that's necessary. We're going to have to work on that. Oh no! (laughs) All right, throw that little. I'll let that inch of pepper into the mix. (laughs) All right, I'll let that. I'll let that stew a little while. Yeah, and then, like other things we've discussed in the series. I'll completely forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And then have Dan and Gary remind you <laughs> later. <laughs> what happened to this? Oh, well, I, yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking important about. Important point. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Perfect. So I need okay. to continue 
working on the show and uh, you need to Me too. Uh, start working on the show and then yeah. we can come back <laughs> season two, or maybe Disney will drop another show for us to talk about. Uh, and we'll come back yeah. if there's something else to discuss like this, because we didn't think we were going to talk about this. And, uh, no, but, keep- but I think we can stop by and, and check in every once in a while. I would like that. And please find us people on our personally manned Facebook group pages and know that when the two fools page itself comments, it's Joe. Because <laughs> <laughs> Steve doesn't know how. I, I, I am going to make sure I write in parentheses. <laughs> this was written by Steve. <laughs> Not only are we sure we can't get historical accuracy in the musical, we can't even get integrity on our own thread. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't that just defeat the purpose of everything <laughs> we're doing? I'm not sure integrity is, is has any place in this discussion. I know. I keep coming podcast. back to that word. I think maybe that's what I mean by there's still hope. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and scene. Uh, all right. Well, this has been a complete waste of everybody's time. Yes. Um, so you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks We've for the accomplished absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah, uh, we we will absolutely return uh, when we have a little more music and theatre to share. I'm definitely working on it. I look forward to that. Wonderful. Well, my name's Joe, and I am Steve, and you have been listening to Two Fools trying to make a musical.